Daylight time, 18 hours, 15 minutes, 15 seconds. Universal time, 22 hours, 15 minutes, 20 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 18 hours, 15 minutes, 30 seconds. Universal time, 22 hours, 15 Take it to the street. Show the one that's getting played right now by the game they're playing. Come on, meet me down at the party park. Oh, where are the youth? We need you now. Come speak the truth, come break it down. Where are the youth? We need you now. If there ever was a time, it would be now to make the masterpiece. Hey, the butt. New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. Many kinds, where can we start? We like them dumb and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happens? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the It is June 19th, 2022. Happy June 19th. Happy Pride Month for everyone. How you doing over there, Mr. Jesse? Good. How about yourself? Are you ready to get this show going? Let's roll. All right. Let's get it going. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Doctor Whoever. Hey, Doctor Whoever. Let's get this show on the road. Boom. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Mr. Jesse over there. What's up? Almost didn't have my uh, my guitar sound effect ready to go. Slipping, slipping, slipping over here. Oh no, it's a good day. We got everything going. My little panic attack after you were in Washington D.C. and um, everything stopped working for some reason. All fixed with a fresh new look. You can't see it, but on the stream, it's streaming, looking all nice and stuff. Nice new background. Very professional indeed. If I do say so myself. Yes. New stream, who dis? Who dis? New show, new stream, who dis? Well, uh, how about you fill us in on your trip to Washington, D.C.? Mr. Jesse goes to D.C. What would you like to know? Tell me about it. Tell me about seeing the Capitol. Tell me about, you know, I used to live there, so I know I know about the area. Tell me about the crazy taxi drivers. What would you, you see? What, what I know you. it's hard to see a, a lot of stuff you when you go to a work trip. Do you want my critiques? Oh, let's see. Let's hear. <laughs> how about, like, we do, like, a positive and, like, a critique? I'm like, right. let's do a positive critique sandwich. Like, positive, it's absolutely beautiful in D.C. Mm-hmm. Everything's clean. It's uh, well manicured. There's not trash in the streets. Negative, it is humid and sticky. It's hot. True. You're sweating. Um, it's hot in Vegas, but it's not hot like in humid like it is in D.C. So you can it's go a out. different. Well, I mean, you can go out in Vegas and you, you think it's odd, but it could be 114 degrees and you're not really sweating because mm-hmm. it's just dry. But you go to, in D.C., it's just, 
90 degrees and you're just dripping in sweat because yep. of the humidity. You're all swampy. Um, it's no fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was able to go to D.C. for work. and Didn't you go eat at like the fancy Congress people's dinner place or whatever? Yeah, I ate at the Dems Club. The Dems Club? Is, that sounds fancy. It's, I don't uh, know. It's members only. Oh, uh, members only. Yeah, for congressional members and their, and their staff, which was really nice. It's fun. Uh, it's a very historical uh, restaurant where powerful meetings are and deals are made. The wheeling uh, and dealing of DC is being it's, done. It's where it's done. Did you wheel and deal? Did you get any wheeling and dealing done? I got a wheel and dealing for a free meal. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, well, you ready to get into what happened over this past week since we've been doing things? We've been out being busy. You've been in DC. I've been here. You've been sick. Didn't have the COVID, though. We checked that out, right? I did. No. No on the COVID. I don't know All right. what it was. What was it? It was like a 24-hour. It wasn't even 24 hours. It was like an 18-hour bug. Some East Coast something. <laughs> some East Coast something. Yeah, All right, let's get down. into what we missed this past week right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. want to talk about this story about the guys in the u-haul jesse i'm sure you've heard this story it's been all over the place um there was like 30 33 whatever kind of white dudes all piled into a u-haul dressed the same going to a pride rally in idaho somewhere and someone thought it was a little suspicious and called the police and um they came and they arrested them on conspiracy charges right Yep, yep. Conspiracy to riot? Is that what that was? Yep. So um, so they never actually did anything. They were part of this group called Patriot Front, and it's all tied into Proud Boy nonsense and all that stuff. But my favorite part of this is the article next um, that goes along with this. <laughs> the mother of one of the guys, and he's actually somewhat normal, kind of decent-looking dude. Like, I guess he was living in his mom's basement, and she's like... If you're, are you going to choose this Patriot Front nonsense? Or are you going to get out of my house? Um, so this mom is coming out basically talking about how her son is a loser living in it, her basement. And she doesn't know how he got a hold of these views that he has and stuff. Um, 27-year-old from Utah. Got into a... I mean, think about, think about this. Like, you get into a back of a U-Haul... And, like, what do they, like, tie handles? So, I mean, that's a long drive, right? It has to be at least an hour. Say it was an hour. Like, how do you... That's a lot of, like, effort and sacrifice on your weekend to, like, try to go and ruin someone else's day. You know what I mean? Well, see, so here's the thing, though. It's it's deeper than just, you know, these white nationalists going and packing this U-Haul to this Pride event. It's, mm-hmm. it's more of um, what what's the reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. So... The state where the pride was being held has been a very progressive state for trans rights as well as LGBTQ rights. Idaho? And um, yeah, so yeah, hmm. actually. Um, so I know it's a very popular place. Yeah, People are moving. You know, it's a very popular city right now. It's one of those booming it's, cities. It's the first place to actually pass um, transgenders allowed to play sports. Interesting. Um, so what what has happened is the Republicans have have kind of put out this narrative that pride events are groomer events grooming where where you know people are going to groom kids to 
to do. I thought they know, just did that in the Catholic things. Church and in the Baptist I mean, Church nowadays. Apparently, but, but what it is is that you're, you're creating all this like even and like, the Boy Scouts. Yeah. Well, come on now, let's let's, create... let's let's we can actually point to places where grooming happens, and it's not happening at a Pride Festival. Exactly, that's acceptance um, is what happens. And hold on one second, you know, Thank you. I'll continue. So, but like I was saying, is like you have all this this rhetoric that's going on and you got these people living in their mom's basements that don't have anything going on in their life mm-hmm. and they think oh i can make something of myself and you know what i mean by by stopping this evil stuff that's going on and but they the crazy part find is, other like-minded people but the crazy part is is that you know what i mean yeah these all these people that were arrested in the back of this van which is great but what about the people that are actually perpetrating this message of of you know to to having to attack the lgbt community to where we're actually seeing you know potential violence occurring mm-hmm. you know in, in in pride events which are you know family events no, yeah they're mean, supposed to know, be fun s- there's nothing the secretary gross going of, on. you know of, of transportation Pete Buttigieg has you know two kids you know mm-hmm. i mean he would they would frequent you know a pride event kamala harris and her fan and her family would frequent a pride event so it's it's definitely a family friendly but does it get a little risky at night of course i mean it's pride yeah, but that's but, at the bars and stuff afterwards. Yeah. You know, it's not. But like, I mean, it's just—it's not like it's, it's that floss. What they call it, floss um, it or just, southern decadence. Should, what it shows kind of, that's is that it, how dangerous it is to have people in positions of power spreading these false messages because it, you're going to have people that are going to act on it. I think people are just so bored nowadays. Like, like you're living in your mom's basement, you're watching Netflix, playing your video game. It's like you don't have drive. Like people, I think people have lost their drive to do something with their lives, and they're just like. Okay, I'll do. I'll play video games, then I'll join this group and go try to make other people miserable because I don't have anything going on. It's just you got to find something to do. You know, it's if you don't have things. What are they idle minds is the uh, the devil's playground or whatever. I mean, go to the gym or something. Yeah, go to the gym. Get a job. You know that guy. He looks decent looking guy. Find a girlfriend. Whatever, bro. Come on. Well, let's talk about the interest rate increase. If you want to sell your house and make big money, uh, time is ticking away because uh, what interest rates are getting to like six percent now, right? Something like that. Yeah, they're they're going up. I think it jumped point seven five percent. Oh my goodness! Um, but hmm. this was a Fed's attempt to kind of curb inflation, which is at all time yeah. high, the highest it's ever been in forty years. Um, so either this is going to go perfectly smoothly correctly, or we're you know going to hit a recession. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully they know what they're doing. And recession is, I mean, that's such a subjective thing. Like you could say that the crypto markets are entering a recession right now. All those people have extra money to kind of throw away and they was, did. Like the and re- from, recession isn't a term used just for a singular market. Well, I know, but it's. Uh, recession is, is a is a occurrence for the whole economy. But you could say that we, there are signs already of certain things entering, certain markets or certain industries entering recession, but it doesn't. I don't know if that means we're going to have a complete recession in the entire economy as a whole, but there could I mean, be so certain segments some that have problems. that say we're already in a recession. Well, yeah, like look at all these real estate companies. Every day there's a new company firing a bunch of people or mortgage broker companies or rocket know, mortgage. But, but I still stuff. see like, it the opposite, though. I still see help wanted signs everywhere. At fast food highest, restaurants, the it's highest, highest, that's a thing, you know. No, like, I still see it in, every, in a lot of industries. I see high, mm-hmm. it's the highest, you know, uh, job creation we've had in, 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 I think, 40 years as well. I mean, and, you know, housing market is booming. People are making a lot of money. 
But at the same time, there's a lot of people hurting. So it's true. I see both sides of the coin to where people are doing very well. The economy's, you know, trucking along. But mm -hmm. at the same time, there's people on the bottom half that are they're struggling to, you know, pay for, you know, food and gas. And people like, um, like a lady we ran into an event that she was just kind of coming into like a second stage of her life. And it just so happened to be she's entering that second stage of her life new chapter in this time where houses is <clears throat> housing prices are ridiculously expensive and the interest rates are now going up and it's just a bad time to be in a place where you need housing or need a car or really really need one of those things you know i guess mm -hmm. like it's if you can hold off it's that's definitely definitely time to be holding off well jesse let's talk a little bit about the january 6th hearings and um what has happened i have a highlight clip you want to play the highlight clip and then we can just uh yeah we can uh, go off that i think it's complex so i think a clip would help yeah out. this clip is actually pretty good all right let me get it going right here all we'll right here we go one second though. Oh, okay turn the mob so I just want to give like a little recap. What is the January 6th committee? Yes. So this and who is this? Who is this African American gentleman? It's the chairman of the committee, uh, uh, Mr. Thomas, uh, Congressman Thomas. And they call him Benny or so, something like that. So what this committee has formed is this is a bipartisan. There's Republicans and there's Democrats that have mm -hmm. joined a committee to investigate what happened on January 6th, why it happened, who was involved. Um, how do we prevent this from happening again? Mm -hmm. Is there anybody that should be investigated further for their, you know, their participation with January 6th? They're getting documents, they're getting phone records, they're getting people to, to testify uh, before the committee. So this is all the investigative work that's going on for the committee to figure out what happened on January 6th during the insurrection and how do we stop this from happening again? And it's not done yet. There's still some more it's hearings. Not done yet. And this is the I'm not even sure. It's been they... going on for quite some time behind doors. This is the first, you know, week and televised. a half where it's actually been televised. Prime and, time, some of it. Yeah, and as well it should be. This is, you know, this huge. 20 million people viewed the first one, and I think 10 to 15 viewed the second one, and it was during the day. So, mm -hmm. um, all right, here, let's play this clip. It's about three minutes, but it gives a lot of information. And it's sad when I look at this, it only has 29,000 views. And then you get some idiot on YouTube with million views, but whatever. Here we go. Let's watch it. Let's learn a little bit, people. When Mike Pence made it clear that he wouldn't give in to Donald Trump's scheme, Donald Trump turned the mob on him. A mob that was chanting, hang Mike Pence. A mob that had built a hangman's gallows just outside the Capitol. Here, Dr. Eastman says the vice president can reject the Biden electors from the states that he calls, quote, disputed. Under several of the scenarios, the vice president could ultimately just declare Donald Trump the winner, regardless of the vote totals that had already been certified by the states. Do you know if they ever expressed an opinion on whether they thought the vice president had the power that John Eastman said he did? Uh, I know for a fact I heard both say that his theory was crazy, that there was no uh, validity to it in any way, shape, or form. It is unambiguous that the vice president does not have the authority to reject electors. There is no suggestion of any kind that it does. So let's see what Dr. Eastman did as a result when he was deposed by this committee. 
I assert my Fifth Amendment right against uh, being compelled to be a witness against myself. Did the Trump legal team ask you to prepare a memorandum regarding the Vice President's role in the counting of electoral votes at the joint session of Congress on January 6th? I do not recall. Dr. Eastman pled the Fifth a hundred times. In fact, just a few days later, Dr. Eastman emailed Rudy Giuliani and requested that he be included on a list of potential recipients of a presidential pardon. So then you said at some point there's a telephone conversation between the president and the vice president, is that correct? Yes. When I entered the office the second time, he was on the telephone with who I later found out to be was the, the vice president. Could you hear the vice president or only hear the president's end? Only hear the president's end. And at some point it started off as a calmer tone and everything and then became heated. The conversation was was pretty heated. I am I am aware of the fact that the president was upset with the way uh, Pence acted. And the, the word that she relayed to that the president called the vice president, I apologize for being impolite, but do you remember what she said her father called him? The P word. The vice the president P -word. did not want to take any chance that um, the world would see the vice president of the United States fleeing the United States Capitol. Their microphones were so tinny. We would complete the work that we had um, set out to do that day, that it was his constitutional duty to see through, um, and that the rioters who had breached the Capitol would not have the satisfaction of um, disrupting the All right, well, there you but hear said, it. There was a lot of this going on. So uh, I thought Trump's whole thing was like, if you are, uh, you only, you only do the Fifth Amendment if you're guilty. That's what the mob does and all this stuff, right? Remember all that? Like, so it's like, so now all his people are. So the Fifth Amendment is basically saying, I don't want to talk because it can incriminate me. Is that what it was? If you have nothing to hide, you would speak candidly about what's going on, especially with something as monumental as this. As serious. But it also shows that, you know, I mean, Trump if he even believed it himself, was the only one who believed that the election was a fraud. Mm -hmm. Everybody else in his inner circle, well, he wanted his, to believe including it. his own daughter, knew that he had lost, you know, outright, and that everything that they were trying to do is ridiculous. So now you have this whole people storming the Capitol because of one person trying to, you know, become a monarch in mm. our in our country and, and overrule the authority of the American people. Mm -mm -mm. Well, from chaos to progress, was it last year or two years ago that they made Juneteenth the a uh, actual national holiday? Joe Biden signed it into law last year. This is the first year last we're actually year. celebrating it. And I'm not gonna lie, I don't know exactly everything about Juneteenth. I think a lot of people. Um, Neo is gonna be on this CNN thing they're doing, and he was being interviewed yesterday by someone, and he he came out and he said like, "Hey, you know." I didn't really know what Juneteenth was. It's it is new. Like, cause all these people pretending like, oh yeah, Juneteenth. I know what that is. People don't know. So um, let's let's learn a little bit about what Juneteenth is because I don't really know. And this is only one minute. And we're gonna do a really light video show for the rest of the show. So it's video heavy on the on the front end today, Mr. Jesse. Mm -hmm. All right, U.S. history, the 1880s. 
so long ago, but it's so weird that we're still dealing with this stuff. History book, and chances are its author will quickly point out January 1st, 1863. The date, President Abraham Lincoln, with one proclamation, orders and declares that all persons held as slaves shall be free. What that same history book might fail to mention is what happened to these words once they arrived on the shores of Galveston, Texas, more than two years after Lincoln wrote them. In the 1860s, word didn't travel like it did now. And in 1865, months after General Robert E. Lee's surrender, word of the end of the Civil War had yet to hit the southern state and its quarter of a million slaves. And then came General Gordon Granger's arrival in Galveston, June 19, 1865, and General Order Number 3, All Slaves Are Free. Juneteenth was born. While Juneteenth celebrations continued to varying degrees in the U.S. for decades, it would take until 1980 for Texas to become the first state to declare it a holiday. Today, 47 states recognize it and the District of Columbia, a chapter of our history for far too long left out of the books designed to document it, but no longer. Juneteenth, or as the National Museum of African American History and Culture now calls it, our country's second Independence Day. Never heard that. Have you heard that? Called that? There are USB H. Never heard that. Never heard that at all. All right, Mr. Jesse, let's move on because it looks like the government has attempted to come up with some kind of a framework for guns. Um, do you know anything about this? Being in D.C. just a couple days ago? Yeah, but it, it hasn't passed yet. Well, no, it hasn't passed, but the framework, that means that they're, they've are they kind of decided on a structure of what it's going to be. Isn't that what that means? Like, you know, we've decided these are going to be the things that are in it, and we're going to try to make this into a law. Isn't that what the framework is? Yeah, so the framework is it's the first time a bipartisan agreement has come up with some common agreements on how gun laws can change. I think a few of the things that aren't included is that some people were looking for was that uh, you'd have to be 21 years old to, to buy you know certain types of weapons. Mm-hmm. That wasn't included in the legislation. I didn't know um, you had to be 21 to buy a, like a pistol gun, but then you don't have to be 21 to buy like a rifle or other kind. Of, it seems silly, right? Yeah, there's, I didn't even there's, know these there's a lot of things that don't really make sense, but there but there is some stuff in the legislation that that if you have you know been gone to court for some mental health issues, mm-hmm. you know you won't be able to get a firearm, or if you've been charged with domestic violence, um, whether you're the husband, wife, or you know in a relationship, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend, mm-hmm. which has been a loophole for a long time, that if you weren't mm-hmm. married and you committed you know domestic violence, that you were still able to to get a gun. Interesting. So that that loophole. How would that matter? That this, seems this legislation. I mean, there's well. there's tons of loopholes in order to to allow people to. To buy a branch firearms, so and state by state, so that's yeah. that's another big problem. There are a lot so much stuff we do here's like state by state and all that. But all right, Jesse, you ready to get into the new new news? Let's go. All right, let's get into the new new news you need to know right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. Hey, 
Well, in California, if you went to this 7-Eleven, you had some real good news because you got 69 cent a gallon gasoline. Um, this worker had a little accidental decimal slip up. Instead of putting $6.99, he just puts 69 cent. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's good. It's a, it's a great one. I love it. What's going on with Trader Joe's, Jesse? Yeah, the, the workers filed to form a chain, the first union of at Trader Joe's. Oh, man. So Trader Joe's is going to be a actual union, kind of like Starbucks is going to want to do? Yeah, so apparently uh, Trader Joe's scaled back their retirement benefits for its U.S. workers, about 50000 and that was just the last straw for a group of employees. Oh, I thought they were uh, such a great company to work for, like, you know, like people, maybe they used to be. Maybe they used to be, but I mean, hopefully they will continue to be that now that they've unionized. Well, we'll see what goes on with that because unions, I mean, it seems to be a good thing to unionize. And when you have these jobs that are like a Target employee, I saw the other day, it said $24 an hour. Like you're going to get more educated people that say, hey, you know, I don't have to go to school for four years. I can make $24 an hour at Target, maybe be a manager one day instead of going to four or five, six years of university. And those just smarter people are going to make smarter decisions like unionizing and electing people to represent them within those unions. You know what I mean? Or you could also yes. you know, become a carpenter and join the union right out of high school and you start off making $22 an hour. If that's just starting for out. people that want to work with their hands and are good good at doing stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, so there's a lot of good union jobs here in Vegas. Well, somebody that's losing jobs is Coinbase. I never used any of these crypto things, but I think you played around with it a little bit, but uh, cashed out before everything went under, right? Well, Coinbase employees learned that they were going to be losing their jobs when they were just locked out of their emails the other day, Jesse. And this just goes along with all the crypto crashes throughout um, the country and the world with... All the, remember all the commercials of like Matt Damon is like, are you ready for the future? <laughs> Uh, well, our next story, three kids in Salem were charged with trying to murder their own classmates, Jesse. Jeez. This was are, at Collins Middle School. These kids um, are getting rough. It's crazy, right? Threatened um, various acts of violence, and then they taunted police officers to catch them. Like, yeah, what's going on? They were making phone calls about threatening to stage a shooting at Collins Middle School. Is this in, oh, this is in the Boston area, okay. Yeah. Goodness. Mm, some rough kids up in Boston. And did you hear about these migrants falling off the Trump border wall? And then they have to come to an American hospital and be taken care of by American doctors and American taxpayers? I did not. So I guess, do you remember how we used to live in San Diego and we would always go down to the border? And I would joke about, like, where's, where's this wall? Because like, there is no wall. Like, there's, there's areas where they are wall. But I guess this wall, <laughs> people are falling off the wall and then having to be taken to... Uh, hospitals here you know to be treated and then mm-hmm. and that just kind of defeats the whole purpose of what people are talking about of not having to use american tax dollars on people that are not americans but i don't know jesse just don't know sometimes i mean there's a lot of things you know how our country's you know going through some rough times there's a lot of countries you know in central america as well as you know haiti that have seen some political turmoil uh some natural disasters gang violence that is creating this humanitarian crisis at the border um and it just doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon Mm -mm. well other things that aren't going away anytime soon are these shortages 
it keeps Uh-oh. continuing to hit hit like women and children. It seems like because you know you know when you're like a kid and your mom like sends you into the store and she's like, hey, I need some of those women things. I'm like, ugh, it's like the worst. But there is a tampon shortage in America, Jesse. No, no. <laughs> um, and that's a problem, you know. Like, but there's all kinds of weird little things now. I've seen like my sister tells me about stuff I don't need to know. Like, there's some reusable kind of condomy kind of thing they have now too where you can use that's just disgusting it sounds nasty but stock up you better stop stock up on them tamp x people mm-hmm. <laughs> and did you see this this article about this teacher accused of uh, sexting with her student and then trying to sneak the kid into her home Oh, so, um, this Julie Hoover, 38-year-old, oh, has been Florida. charged. This is Florida. Of this course it's sense. Florida. She's been charged with one count of soliciting or engaging in sex with a student. Like, it's kind of weird that that's even a law. It has to be a law, right? Well, but I'm reading here, it says the alleged victim was an 18-year-old senior. I see that too. So, is that what it is because he's like a student? That seems kind of weird, right? That's like a law, like, you know... Well, and, I, I'm pretty sure there's some type of code of conduct. Did you see the name of the school? No, I'm not. Grace Christian School. No, of course. <laughs> All right, well, let's close out the news with that one, Jesse. Or, sorry, this last one that I think you're going to be so happy oh, about. Happy I'm going to play the article for you. You got a little tease of it earlier because mm-hmm. I had slippery fingers and it started playing before I was ready. But uh, Apple is going to be forced to pick a fucking charger, people. Pick one. Thank pick God. one. There are USB-A chargers, there are USB-B chargers, there are USB-C chargers, there are micro-USB chargers, there are mini-USB chargers, there are lightning charges, there are mag-safe chargers, there are literally dozens of different sizes and shapes for quote-unquote standard power adapters. It is truly madness. And if you live in this century, you likely already know what I just told you. I would bet you good money you've got a drawer somewhere in your house where you keep the old chargers just in case they might end up being useful and i would bet you haven't opened that drawer in a while but this does not have to be the way we live today the european union reached an agreement that will require all new smartphones tablets headphones and cameras all portable electronic devices to use one common charger by 2024 about not time, right? By 2026, because they use more power. We still got some But eventually, like, and I think it's going to be the C chargers, like the ones that have it all in and here. The but like, that one out is the fast charging USB-C cable, which yes. is a personal favorite of mine. The EU estimates that this legislation will save consumers across the pond 250 million euros a year. And well, that's good, right? I mean, especially right now. But also, just think of how nice it would be if your tablet and your e-reader and your camera and your laptop. Like the the Apple products we have, even though they're the same generation, they have different chargers. So for the, annoying. The iPhone for the iPad, and now for also for your i your laptop, you so you need three different chargers with you, and then also the end of the charger is different. Also, that's so you right. Can't even use that. I so, I was trying to do that some the other day, and I was like, wait, this is not working. Like I thought it would in my head. You, and then you also have to bring the charger for your apple watch so you're on your fourth charger oh, now. see my thing is i have so i've acquired so many of those those old the other kind of chargers you know what i mean the ones that that had like the i call it like the because the usc is almost like a female it has a hole in the middle so it's like a female plug but the ones we have now are like a male plug you know it's like 
but I have so many of those. I have like a dozen of them. Yeah. So I've like acquired so many of them, but they're going to be useless one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep keep stealing mine saying that uh, you lost yours. <laughs> I will hoard a charger, that's for sure. Ain't that the truth. All right, you want to get in some pop culture news, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, let's roll. Let's see what's going on in Hollywood. This is Hollywood, the most famous and most glamorous place in the world. It's a place of dreams, hopes, and riches, and its streets are filled with the studios, homes, and landmarks that are monuments to its greatness. Let's go Hollywood backstage and see this unique and fascinating place called Hollywood. Did you hear about Britney Spears' wedding getting crashed, Jesse? Nope. So I guess Britney Spears' ex-husband, the guy that she was only married to for like a very brief period of time. Jason Alexander. I guess so. Didn't she marry, get married to him in like Vegas or something like that for like 48 hours? She's been married a few times. Well, I guess he crashed. Jason Alexander apparently tried to crash her wedding to Sam this past Thursday, but I guess the police had to be called and all kinds of stuff. It was, um, he was live streaming it. Um, the 40 year old Alexander was on Instagram live streaming. He was like screaming things and police had to be called. And there was actually a little bit of a scuffle, Mr. Jesse. And Sam actually had an out of county warrant. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, that's not good. Britney Spears is breaking hearts. Uh, well, let's let's talk about some good stuff to watch on TV, Mr. Jesse, because, you know, I've been in a show hole lately. I just, like, can't find stuff, you know, that I want to watch. But um, this list is supposed to be, like, nine great things to watch right now. Um, this one on here is called The Worst Person in the World. Sounds interesting, but can I don't we, can know what it is. Can we watch any of these on, the, on here? These are on your approved list? Yeah, these, I mean, I don't know. This one, yeah, I, that's why I picked this. I knew you would like this halftime one. Yep, what is this? This is like a documentary about J-Lo. Is that what this is? It's the, it's the background backstage of how you actually, you know, conduct a halftime show from start to finish. Oh. Like the training and everything involved. Interesting. To the day of, to everything that's involved with making a halftime show. Well, Father of the Bride looks interesting. It looks like they remade that. I don't know. I don't know, though. Like, I don't think you can really, like, mess up the Steve Martin one. That's, like, so good. But, yeah, maybe give it a try. It, like, I take things no, differently Andy if they're Garcia, free. Andy Garcia, though. Andy Garcia? Okay. Yeah, he's great. And I keep seeing this one, Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Like, you know, Cha-Cha Real Smooth, whatever that little line dance is, you know, people like mm-hmm. to do. Again, don't know what this is about, but I keep seeing it everywhere. So I might have to, might have to check it out. What and then this Jerry one, and Marge go large? It must be something about, like, they find some kind of loophole in the lottery system. It, oh. I think it's like a Nickelodeon movie, basically, because it's Paramount. Um, but this Watergate crimes looks interesting, too. Like, CNN did, like, a whole Watergate uh, documentary recently. So that's very fascinating, all that coming out at an interesting mm-hmm. time. I guess it's the 50th anniversary of Watergate. Mm-hmm. And then Spiderhead. This has that, um, the guy that plays Thor... Chris Hemsworth. I guess they're in a prison or it's like some futuristic kind of prison or mental institution and they're doing tests on on the prisoners, but like they're kind of psychological tests. Just seemed kind of interesting. I don't know. A lot of these seemed good. But you know me, I'll put something over five minutes and then I'll go back to scrolling for another hour. <laughs> I just love scrolling. And then Jesse, I know you what about like the new, this person. What about the new feature you tried yesterday? What on new Netflix? feature? Oh, I hated that feature. It sucked. So what was the feature? Though? It was like find something for me that I would like. I did not like so, okay, it. Okay, so lied. it was the feature where you can actually click the button and said find something for me to watch. 
It doesn't show you the preview, no. and it doesn't even show you. Like, well, no, yeah, it does. It, it, it does. It shows it you. Just, a, it, well, it doesn't show you before it starts, and then it just starts. Yeah, it goes something. straight into the movie, so you're like, okay, let's see what this is. Yeah, it I was can't. Horrible. I, I skipped. I keep skipping. <laughs> I need lots of skips. Um, did you? I know you like Jennifer Hudson, Mister Jesse. I am a fan of Jennifer Hudson. Well, she won an EGOT, right? Yeah, she's the only the second black woman to ever get an EGOT. I think she's the youngest also. Doesn't Whoopi have an EGOT? Yeah, Whoopi's the, the first person ever oh. to get it. She so didn't she... say that. Okay, I thought, okay, you know Whoopi's so like humble? She mm. said something on The View, but she didn't say that she was the only other one. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. You know I man, I love some Whoopi. Yep. But someone that I don't like. No. Beyonce, apparently she's going to oh, release another album. <laughs> You're I'm, the only person in the whole world. That I just don't like care about Beyonce. It does because nothing your music for me. Taste is no bueno, oh, is that my what friend. It is? No bueno. Well, somebody I do kind of like is this actor. Um, this actor, I think he's the guy that plays in the. He's like the, the, the kind of bad guy in the new Harry Potter movies. He's got that black thing that follows him around, um, and he. I guess he's in the Flash movie from DC. What's his name? Ezra Miller. Oh, I guess you're, he's, a, you're a fan of him, but not Beyonce. Well, I guess, yeah. Because he's, he's walked around a movie with a black shadow behind him. Well, and uh, he's good. He's good in some other stuff. Uh-huh. He's, he's, like, good in some of the DC stuff. Mm-hmm. But apparently he's lost his mind, Jesse. He's, like, lost it. And he's kidnapped some girl. And oh, he, like, geez. he had some other things where he was, like, on some vacation island. and got into a fight where he assaulted some people. I don't know. All kinds of stuff. And then... If this day could not get even worse, BTS, Jesse, BTS is, they're gone. They're done. They're, they're, they're no more. What are, what are people going to do? I was never in the hype of BTS. You didn't like the BTS? I didn't think they were that talented. Ding dong on your phone, something, something, drink some milk. <laughs> I guess the rapper guy, I don't know which one is the, how many of them I don't are You know what again? it is? It's just, they came across as is you know boy bands very manufactured very fake yeah. but these came across as more fake than most things that's how it is over there though i think like everything is kind of very manufactured and planned out you know and i think i don't know they've had you know amazing chart topping success you know what i mean they sold out Elysian stadium three nights in a row here in vegas so you can't you can't deny oh, people that love it successful it's it fun i'm not gonna lie it's it kind just of fun wasn't music. my brand of music I'm, i don't have any on my phone or playlist i, yeah. I don't but like i hear this and i'm like okay I, maybe i should add it you know it's kind of fun well the k-pop boy band shared that they will be going on a temporary hiatus to pursue solo careers but promise to return someday. Yeah, when they're broke, they'll be back. Everybody, right? It's right. like the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> and what, LFO, Hanson, Umbop, they'll all be back. They'll, they'll all, be, all back. be back. All right, this is the Dr. Ever Project. We're going to take a little break, and we will be right back. your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality you're stuck on kbut the butt this is dr whoever when you gotta go you gotta go but we will be right back remember to always wipe and wash those hands doctor's orders 
This is KBUT, the butt. Yeah, how about some LGBTQ plus news, Mr. Jesse? Always ready for that. LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Stand clear, there will be glitter. More like feminine, or are you more like masculine? feminine? I can already tell when you open your, your mouth, the rainbow fell out. <laughs> okay, girl, bye. Bye. Most Americans are reporting. Well, I had this story in here, and I don't know where it went, but um, it should be in here. I know you already know this. What's the celebrity? I'm bad with celebrity names. The one that she's from Australia, and she had to like basically come out and say that she's gay. Help me here. You talking about Rebel Wilson? Yes. So Rebel Wilson is apparently a no, member I, of the LGBT community. You have, but, it, the, you you know. have it on the first clip of. Uh, oh, is that where it was? Notes, yeah. Okay. I was yeah, like, so where Rebel is it? Wilson came out in a, in a tweet that said, "All this time I've been looking for a Disney prince <laughs> when I should have been looking for a Disney princess." I love it. Do we have like anything from her? Let's see. Brothers what do we got over here? Let's see. It's a real like throwback well, to the past. No, so and I think because now I don't think journalists behave in this way. Oh, they're talking about how they like outed her. I mean, I'm glad to see the columnist. I guess apologized after accused of trying to out Rebel Wilson. That's what I heard too. That like she didn't really want to come out, but they kind of were like, if you don't come out, we're gonna have this article. So you basically might as well come out, but. I don't know. That's and and the guy that wrote the article, I think he was a LGBT, you know, as well. Hmm. But whatever, you know. Maybe it's good that she came out. She can now be normal, you know. It's not, well, I, mean, I think sometimes people are happy when this happens. It's like it's, you can it's, actually. It's be not yourself. cool, but I hope she finds some kind of. Yeah. Inner we don't out people with... on this show. We don't do that. We wouldn't. No. That's not. I, I people ask me all the time, like, do you think this person's gay? And I'm like. I mean, maybe you just people are so odd now, and kids are so different than they used to be, and. I don't know. Sometimes I don't. I don't know. Like I'm not the gay police. I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, Mr. Presidential Biden, he's trying to be the gay police, and he's trying to squash some random ass laws all around the country. Can you help me out with this one a little bit, well, Jesse? They're, they're not really random, but President Biden announced several executive orders Wednesday to address discriminatory laws and practices against LGBTQ children and adults. All right. And Biden had a simple message for Americans. Pride is back at the White House. I love me for some another Uncle two Joe. years at least. <laughs> well, regardless, you know, I mean, it's nice having someone on our side. Um, and they directed the Department of Health and Human Services to work with states to expand gender affirming care and access to youth mental health counseling and strengthen non discrimination practices in the foster care yep, system. Absolutely. And clarify mm-hmm. that federally funded programs cannot offer conversion therapy. The fact that we're even talking about conversion therapy is crazy. We can't even get like a counselor in a school, but we want to like give money for conversion therapy. Like, yeah, so conver- think about it, people. Conversion think therapy about it. is a widely discredited practice of trying to change a person's sexual orientation or gender identity. Um, some of them involves electroshock therapy. So this is just truly barbaric ways. So now we have an executive order banning it in every state, which is amazing. Yes! All right. Well, I like it. Good job, Mr. Biden. Let's do something while you can't. Why are you still in there? Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. So we think of all these drag queens getting in trouble. That's the new thing, Jesse. The, um, all these libraries that have drag queens that do kind of... You know, you've seen like reading, drag queens read to kids at schools. 
control with that? Nothing. But I guess people are using that as more of the grooming. Um, the insider reports that drag shows are the latest battleground in the I mean, white could, ring could you, anti-gay disinformation you, campaign about can't, grooming. Can't you just say like if a straight couple's reading a book to to kids and like, well, they're grooming them to be straight. Well, people would say that that's just normal way it, of being. Oh, yeah, it's normal for you. That's what it's people would say. For me. You know? I mean, I, and I, I could even say that Disney showing me a man and woman is is grooming me <laughs> to try be a heterosexual. And I what is Little that. Mermaid doing with the I prince? I do not appreciate that. Why doesn't the groomed? prince have his own prince? I don't want to be groomed like that. <laughs> It's silly, right? People get it together. All right, let's get into some science, Mr. Jesse. Let's go. I did not reset my board today, so all my levels are low, but that's okay. This is science. Weird science on Doctor Whoever. Oh, from my heart, there we go. From Slippery my fingers. Head, why don't people understand my intention? I was too busy getting like the new, the new look all set up and making sure everything was right with that. I didn't reset my board today. Bad, bad, Doctor Whoever. Well, Dr. Fauci is back in the news, and... Dr. Fauci got that COVID. He was COVID-free for so long. Poor Fauci. You thought you might have had COVID, but you I took thought, one of those I tests. I thought I got Fauci, too. You didn't get it, though. No COVID for you. Nope. Good job, good job. We, we're, we're still COVID-free. One day, there's going to be some, like, study. They're going to want people like us to, like... Come in and give our blood for, like, why you didn't get COVID, you know? <laughs> I'll tell you why, because I didn't go out and talk to people. But, United States, we've wasted more than 82 million COVID vaccines because of, guess, expiration dates and things like that. Um, that's just what we do in this country. Like, anytime we need something, we overproduce, and then people don't... By the time we get it, people don't want it because they don't trust in it. It's so interesting, right? I mean, it's one of those things where... They're mad if you don't have enough, and then they're mad at you for having too much. Too much. It's a waste it. of money. Yeah, it's like you you just can't win. Can't mm-hmm. win. All right, well, a Texas zoo, Jesse. I know you know about that chubacabra. You, uh, you're from Mexico. They got that chubacabra down there, right? Uh, I'm from Mexico. <laughs> you are heritage from Mexico. If, if LA if LA is Mexico, sure. <laughs> Mexico by way of LA, San Diego, and Las Vegas. <laughs> Well, this Amarillo Zoo, officials say they think they have seen a chubacabra. And I got a little video clip of it. You want to see, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, let's do it. It's kind of interesting. Some kid in a costume. Probably. You may want to pay attention. I know you missed the first shot of this um, really bizarre thing. Um, that we said could be Matt in a costume, but I look that guy. He's still from me. Right now. Yes, let's do that. Not the HBO, or I'm sorry, the Netflix hit. Series. Oh my God, dude, Not get to that it. Stranger Thing, another one. Yeah, a photo actually, mm-hmm. and it comes from Amarillo, the zoo in Texas. Captured at 1:30 a.m. Matt Winter, not. Like I said, someone could be wearing oh, a costume. That. We're really not Can sure. But this picture was captured outside a of a barbed fence. The city of Amarillo posted the photo on Facebook and asked people if they could help identify it. It looks like somebody now, just like could have like a backpack on. And the or... creature's being dubbed the unidentified Amarillo object. It kind of looks like Swiper the Fox from Dora the Explorer. Or yes. Baby. A real-life werewolf. He does look like Swiper the Fox. You know, I always have theories. And they're usually conspiracy theories. I think that the city zoo is doing this to drum up attention. Good idea. That's probably what they're doing. Yeah, I think they had an employee put on... What do you think, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, it's fake. I think it's fake, too. 
Well, what's not fake is this next story. This man got the first double arm transplant. Oh, back where you're from, UK. <laughs> yes, that's it. By way of the Cherokee Indian do, do, Nation do, do you know in North guy? Carolina. Do you know this guy? <laughs> of course I do. I know everyone from the UK. Okay. Where he's my cousin. Oh. Well, my cousin got the first world double arm transplant, oh, and he can finally hug him. his grandkids. Oh, my we, nieces and nephews. Can't wait for you guys to hug. <laughs> oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and country singer Toby Keith, Jesse, he's got stomach cancer. Have you, oh no! Have you heard I like this? Toby Keith. I was trying to find a Toby Keith song, and I really was struggling to think of one. Um, but then I remembered this one. I really like this one. And this might be Toby Keith's new mantra now, you know? As good as I once was, because he might not be able to go on tour anymore with stomach cancer, right? I mean, that could be a major problem for him. How do you even get stomach cancer? I mean, you can't designate where you get cancer. The 60-year-old country singer revealed in the news in a statement that he shared, of course, on Twitter and Instagram on June 12th that he's began treatment six months ago. So it's always good, you know, when they catch it early because that's when you can actually, I think a lot of times, treat this and actually make it go away. Unless it's like pancreatic, right? Isn't that really hard to get rid of? Like, well, Michael, um, not Michael J. Fox. Who died of pancreatic cancer? The guy from, um, shit, you know who it is. The guy from dancing movie. <laughs> Dirty Dancing. Dancing movie? I'm terrible at celebrities and stuff like that. Well, another celebrity in the news with the problem, and they can't tour right now, is the, the Bieber, Jesse. Mm. Have you seen the Bieber? No, I haven't. Um, let me play this for you, because the Bieber, the Bieber has some kind of an issue, and it's similar to, I think, that thing my mom had, where it's some kind of like a nerve issue in the face. Let me play this for you. And anti-vaxxers are Justin blaming the vaccine on this, Jesse. something called Ramsey-Hunt syndrome. He says he's hopeful that his facial paralysis will improve. We spoke with an expert about the ailment. Can he be cured? Hey, everyone. Um, Justin here. That's the question today, after Grammy winner Justin Bieber revealed that half his face is paralyzed. As you can see, this eye is not blinking. I can't smile on this side of my face. This nostril will not move. So there's full paralysis in this side of my face. Bieber announced that he's postponing his North America World Justice Tour after being diagnosed with Ramsey-Hunt syndrome. This is pretty serious, as you can see. Um, I wish this wasn't the case, but obviously my body's telling me I gotta slow down. So what exactly is and Ramsey Hunt You probably Hunt should syndrome. slow down if that's How what you, you have because... Ramsey Hunt syndrome is very rare. A lot of people say that they get it because of stress, I've heard, that it's like induced because of some kind of stress issue or Let's whatever. Let's hear what the doctor had to say. Oh, you want to actually hear it? Okay. Yeah. For this to happen in young people like Mr. Bieber, however, people... Los Angeles doctor Amit Kochar is a specialist in facial nerve disorders. It's not as common for this to happen in young people like Mr. Bieber. However, when I was looking at his video, I noticed that his face had a little bit of movement on the affected side, which is a good sign. He says with aggressive antiviral treatment, Justin will hopefully be back on stage soon. But I certainly think that seeing him on stage again is a definite possibility. I love you guys. 
Peace. Though the condition is rare, doctors say anyone could get Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Interesting, right? Yeah. I heard that it's like a stress uh, thing. People say it's like it can happen from like, you know, just stress related things, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But anti-vaxxers are pointing to that it is a side effect listed on the Pfizer vaccine. Because they're all medical professionals. Well, I'm just saying, you know, I guarantee you there's quite a few things listed as side effects for that. But, you know. I don't know if that means it's nobody really knows, I guess, if what's what. That's why they put it on there as possible side effects, right? Mm -hmm. You know, just like everything you see, it says it's going to give you like diarrhea or something. (laughs) All right, let's take a little break and we'll be right back. How about that, Mr. Jesse? Let's go. K-B-U-T, the butt. New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. Mr. Jesse, did you hear yes. about this bill that lawmakers are trying to put in to tax some guns at 1,000% sales tax? No, I did not. Sounds like a good idea, right? Yeah, why not? <laughs> like, they do it with tobacco and things like that to prevent people from, to discourage people from buying things. They put taxes on things. And uh, a Democratic lawmaker has introduced a bill designed to curb sales of semi-automatic weapons like AR-15s the type of firearm used in a lot of different shootings, the legislation would impose a 1,000% sales tax on any type of semi-automatic weapon, making firearms prohibitively expensive for most would-be buyers. I like it. I like it, too. I think it's a great idea. Um, It was introduced by the Virginia representative on Tuesday, and let's see. um, We'll have to find out what goes along with that because so many laws get you know, introduced and they just kind of fall to the wayside. But um, one that has been put into place is in Ohio, Jesse. Have you seen this one? What is that? Governor Mike DeWine signs a law to allow teachers to carry firearms inside their classrooms with just 24 hours of training. Yeah, but what happens when one of the teachers has a breakdown and shoots at the school? Or what happens when one of these teachers is just not thinking because they're so busy and leaves a gun sitting somewhere or, you know, I just don't know. It just doesn't seem like... It's like if if you're the one person's driving 90 miles on a freeway, now we're just going to all drive 90 miles an hour on the freeway. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That doesn't just, sound like the safe thing to do. I mean, that's just a lack of willingness to actually deal with the problem at hand. Now you're adding something else for teachers to have to do in a classroom that is not their job, mm-hmm. not their responsibility, and putting it on them to defend these kids when it should fall on the lawmakers like themselves oh, actually yeah. fix the problem and address that mm-hmm. issue. Well, the Education Secretary Miguel Cardano, Cardano, is that right? <laughs> Say it again, I like to hear Miguel Cardano. I said it right in my head I swear I did And it just didn't come out the right way I said that in my head And then it just didn't come out I don't know what's wrong with me Well the education secretary 
Come on, give it to me. What is his name? Say it, try Miguel Cardona. 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 On Tuesday, he said, this shit's bullshit. Like, giving teachers guns, the idea to arm teachers is the stupidest proposal he's ever heard. Mm -hmm. Um... And he is, you know, he's the, I guess he appeared on The View, and I haven't seen this one yet, so I've got to watch this. Um, he appeared on The View in response to the question from a co-host, Sonny Hostin, who referenced a piece on proposed legislation in Ohio, what we just talked about, that would allow teachers to carry guns, which they now can. And his response was, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. So my, my question to you is, and other people listening, why does some random person in Ohio get to decide what happens in the schools if this guy is supposed to be the Secretary of Education? What's the point in having a nationalized education overseer board or whatever they have, however it works? What's the point of having that if whatever random ass person in Ohio just gets to make this law and say, boom, this is what we're doing? But that's not that's not how it works. I don't know how it works. That's what I'm saying. People don't so understand. I don't the know. education secretary makes broader policy when it comes to education. Mm. These The governors still have a say what happens in their states. That's part of the problem. You know, it's a state's priority to do what they feel is best for their state. This is why, like, you got a completely different education in California than I got in North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? It's completely different. Hmm. Well... This Parkland parent of one of the victims, he's saying, go for guns. Maybe you should spend your time at a gun range. Maybe you should teach your kid about guns because he's kind of saying the same thing. He's like, maybe we do need more guns. Um, I, I think people are just so distraught now with this on what is the decision. And by the time they come back from recess and make some laws, people are going to be moved on to the next thing. You know, it's like I don't think it's I don't think it's ever been you know legislators saying that you know guns need to go away. What they're saying is that there needs to be more background checks. There needs to be you know. But increased... how are you going to do that? Well, let me finish what I'm saying. What <laughs> what what is actually being said is that there needs to be more education. There needs to be, you know, background checks like you do when you go to the DMV. There needs to be a database, a national database, where you can actually look someone... But there's not even that at the DMV. Like, I have had issues on my license or record, and I've moved from, like, let's just imagine... Let's just imagine I moved from Philadelphia where I had issues, and then I moved to San Diego. They had no idea about yeah, any of my record from Philadelphia. Yeah, just because the Because they don't track places that far. They don't yeah, have the technology each, infrastructure each to do it. Each state has its own DMV system. But there is federal systems that actually do do that. You see that with the IRS. No matter what state you go to, you can do your taxes in any state. And it's able to take your taxes from the previous state. So you're saying and they're going to develop something that's more... I'm not more, saying that they're going to. I'm saying that they, they, need, they, to. Would, they need to implement something. So that's the answer. So you're so, or one of the answers you're what saying. What I'm saying is not... A, you know that we need to get rid of guns there needs to be more steps to make guns more safe there needs to be more education there needs to be more thought gone into you know people that are able to own a gun you know what i mean there's there's so many steps that address you know underage you know driving you know we have all these permits we have you know class training a drinking know, age of 21 a yeah, smoking age you know, of 21 all these things that are in place to address the issue that we face there needs to be the same type of thoughtful policies put in place for gun safety it is and called the alcohol tobacco and just firearms like, just like owning a military weapon you may if you know unless you're a person that serves in the military maybe you don't need to own a military weapon when you're not 21 years old what's your opinion you on the mean? body armor thing like they're saying they're gonna make that like that's that see that seems to me silly like 
that's something I should be able to buy. If I want to go out and buy body armor, I should be able to buy that because that's something that helps me and affects me. Like, so so you're gonna allow people to buy guns, but then you you're gonna make it illegal to buy body armor? So stupid. It makes no sense. Well, I mean, Just the, and the thing that doesn't make it doesn't make sense because it's the same thing. So you're allowing people to have guns, but you won't let them body armor. And then the other side will say, yeah, well, you don't want people to wear body armor. If they're attacking an officer and they can't be stopped, they want to be. So, I mean, shooter, so yeah. what is it? Do you not want them to stop, or do you not want them to have weapons that are same grade as yours mm-hmm. or higher capacity? And that's so, the issue. They're scared of these guns. Yeah. Well, just like in Texas, a couple of days ago, in Texas, a guy entered a summer camp and I guess just started shooting, but nobody was killed. And they were able to able to take him out, but. The problem is, for every one person that's able to like take out one of these people, if they had the right weapon and if they really wanted to, people could kill people really easily. It's just something needs to be done. I don't know, Mister Dressing. Yeah, there needs to be something done. Well, let's change gears. How about that? <laughs> let's change gears. How about that? How about some Mad Money with Bad Bunny, Mister Dressing? Let's roll. All right, let's go. My mission is simple. To make you money. I'm here to level the playing field for all investors. There's always a bull market somewhere. And I promise to help you find it. Mad Money starts now. Well, it has been a bad couple days for crypto. Like, it's just falling off the ledges, right? Basically, Mr. Jesse. Yeah, it's it's not doing well. (laughs) It's not good. (laughs) Um, Major cryptocurrency. What do they even call them? Like, wallets or whatever? Well, I mean... There's like, like Coinbase, there's, different, there's and, different. Like there's, but they're all like wallets. plunging and halting it's, operations it's not and that the firing people are, that are you know plunging. It's just Bitcoin and you know Ethereum. All these. Well, isn't know, Coinbase cryptos. like a wallet? Isn't what that, that is? Well, like Coinbase is is actually a platform where you can actually buy. It's like a trading crypto, platform. But there also is Coinbase okay. Wallet where you store your crypto gotcha. if you're no longer on the market. You know you don't want to keep your your purchase crypto in the actual app where you purchased it. Well, that makes sense that if crypto so, is going down as a whole, then... So, I mean, not like not that long ago, maybe, you know, less than a year ago when I was, you know, buying some crypto, it was... Bitcoin was at $40,000, you know, a, a share. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's down to $20,000. Mm. Ethereum was probably around 4000 It's down to $1,100 for Ethereum. Um, so are those are big two. These are what happened yeah, to Dogecoin or whatever. Dogecoin has, has still been relatively low. It's never. It's been one of those up and coming ones. And if and it's one of those things. If you bought it when it was you know worth point zero zero one, and now it's worth you know, you know two cents. It's still a lot of money you've made, but it's still only worth point zero five. You know, right now. Hmm. So, well. Get out while you can, people. Matt Damon lied to you. Lied to all of you. Matt Damon was trying to make some money off a commercial. Seriously, right? at Matt Damon. He should be working on his acting. That last movie he was in? Bad. Well, after months of implosion, all these, a lot of these different stable coins, as people were talking about, have just kind of fallen off and gone away. Like, remember that one that was like Luna coin? Or there was one that was like going to be a currency and... Some country in Africa, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's gonna be the currency somewhere." It's just, it's all, it's all bullshit. All of it, Jesse. But some people, well, well, problem, some people the made problem, money. The problem with crypto, it's speculative. Well, it's all speculative. I mean, but some people but it, did make a lot of money off. But of this. the problem with crypto is it's not tied to anything tangible, 
really. It's not. It, you know, like, like if you buy gold or wheat you're, or sugar or oil, you're buying something tangible. This is basically people are making it valuable basically by marketing. The only It's just like people, Beanie Babies, how Beanie Babies were marketed to be valuable. This is the new thing. Like people are marketing these things and making them valuable and people were using other people's interest to make money by buying and selling and trading off of people's curiosity that would get into it and then lose money because of the smarter people that would make money off the stupid people. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, that's how it goes. Just, you know, try not to be one of the stupids. Right, Mr. Jesse? Yes, sir. Well, talking about stupid, let's go into North Carolina. (laughs) All right, it's Silly South News. Let's go down to North Carolina and South Carolina. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Come to North Carolina, folks. Y'all better, uh, y'all better have your ducks in a row and uh, be prepared to not be amazed. Y'all be cool, stay classy. I love everywhere in the world but North Carolina. Y'all got a special, special spot in my heart. Y'all crazy. I'll fit right in here. Love y'all. Well, I know you hate bugs, Mr. Jesse, and pests and things like that. I see this story. It's disgusting. Well, a North Carolina company pest control company obviously they want to pay you what is it two thousand dollars yeah they want to pay you two thousand dollars for willing homeowners allowed to have released now 100 cockroaches into their sanctuary I missed it you sure you don't want to make it easy two thousand dollars jesse i'd rather be poor on the streets there'd be less cockroaches on the streets and the 200 you release. my favorite thing about this is there's actually a news story you gotta play it you have to play it Pest company called the Pest and Farmer says it's currently looking for five to seven homeowners that will allow them to release 100 American cockroaches into your home. Mm. They'll pay you two grand for that. Company officials say they just need permission to film and test out a specific cockroach treatment. The homeowner must be at least 21 years old and the house must be located somewhere in the continental United States. The study takes about 30 days. During that process, homeowners are forbidden from using other pest control techniques. Now, this is the kind of adventure you want and you can get into. Well, you can get more information on thepestinformer.com. Jesse, the pest informer, you know, are you sure you don't want to get on that? You're not right on there, get on that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, what roach, else is going on? You find a roach in your mouth and you're sleeping, you'll think twice. <laughs> All right, well, I heard this story since it is Pride Month, and I thought it was just so indicative of, like, the South and the South in general. The headline says, a South Carolina county council rescinds pride month designation three weeks after it was approved sounds about right so um sounds like henderson pride the name of the county is my favorite it was always my favorite name of a county in south carolina when i even lived down in north carolina it's horry county (laughs) three weeks after horry county south carolina councils voted to designate june as pride month the council voted unanimously to rescind the resolution that proclaimed support and acceptance of the LGBTQ plus community. So they, the quote was, no one on the council caught it because the resolution just said, quote, Pride Month. And they didn't get what it was about. They and then when they actually figured out, Pride Month. they thought it was, yeah, yeah, they thought, <laughs> that's what they thought it was. 
Uh, Councilman got many emails expressing dismay that council would vote for an LGBTQIA month in such a controversial, controversial, conservative county. Thank you. We brought the resolution back up at the next meeting, and it was unanimously voted down. Councilmen voted the way their constituents demanded. Oh, please. I was trying to read the next thing at the end, but I thought that was somebody else's quote. My bad. Interesting, though. Interesting. Hmm. That's sad, right? It is sad. Well, you get a, you know, you get a lose and then you get a win sometimes. Um, Also, I think in North Carolina, a North Carolina charter school, Jesse, the girls sued the school over this discriminatory skirt requirement and they won. So um, the North Carolina school dress code, it said they were found to perpetuate harmful gender stereotypes and violate the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause the U.S. Court Appeals found. So, girls, put those pants on. Yep, yep. (laughs) Alright, I got a fun list for you, Jesse. Not the list. Wow, just another effing list. Yes, just an effing list, Mr. Jesse. So I know we uh, talk about cars on here every once in a while. You like you like cars, you know. You're, yeah, I mean, you like cars. We everyone, when a new car comes Electric out, we always cars. yeah yeah we talk about cars. But this is a I think a interesting list because I think this goes into electric cars a little bit because I think these are the cars that are dying so electric cars can come out. So these are the dead vehicles of 2022. Let's see what we got. Oh, okay. BM2, BMW 2 Series convertible. I like this one, right? It's cute. That's yeah. no more. The oh, M2. getting rid of this. The BMW i3. I knew. That's why I put this on here. Death okay. on wheels. Death on wheels. If you try it, you'll be on the highway going 80, and then the car just decides, no, I want to go 40 now. Um, and that's part of the issue. This BMW i3 all-electric car. Like, if it didn't have enough power, it would just slow down. Ridiculous. Some of these um, I've never heard of before. Have you heard of this this Dodge Durango? I've heard of Dodge Durango, but I'm going down the list. I'm seeing Honda Clarity. I've never heard I'd of I'd never Honda heard of that Clarity. either. It looks I've so I've never weird. heard of a Hyundai Inuk Electric. I never Me heard of that either. Before. It's ugly. And so then, I think these are those ugly electric cars that are getting ready. Up. Yeah, like the Hyundai, the Hyundai Veloster. Veloster. Yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, I've heard of the Kia Sedona. Kia That's Sedona. I don't know about this one either. The Lotus GT. Mazda CX3. They're getting rid of that. That car just came out in 2015. They must be putting out electric versions of these cars. That's my guess. Yeah, that's my guess of what's happening. And something else. So long, goodbye, Internet Explorer. Retired just a day or two ago. Um, Lost to Google Chrome, Safari, Firefox, all those that are out there. I thought it was dead already. I don't even. I mean, I guess you would just download it. If you wanted to explore back then, you would just go download it. I don't really... I'm not really sure. Sometimes I wonder, like, where would you even find these things if you wanted them? <laughs> oh, I have a little glitchiness. Do you want to hear about this new vacation spot that I found, Jesse? Yeah, where can we book a ticket? This looks cool, right? Well, this little-known island in the Caribbean has bright blue waters and more flamingos than people. The name of the place still I forget. I had a trouble. I want to say uh, it's Bonaire. B O N A I R E. You pronounce that, but let me tell people where it's at. So, this Dutch Caribbean island 
which sits just above South America and underneath the hurricane belt, is a study of contrast. Vibrant pink flamingos outnumber the people. Schools of rainbow-colored fish swim just below the surface of the crystal clear water with wild donkey flanked. What? We saw donkeys. Where were we in Greece? We saw donkeys. Wide open land roam free. Well, Bonaire is the B in the ABC Islands, an undiscovered paradise that is often dwarfed by its more popular neighbors, Aruba, Aruba. Oh, and Caraco, right? Mm-hmm. It's like Blue Caraca, that liqueur, is that they get that name from? Probably. It only yes. gets 150,000 visitors. Like, yeah, and 25% and, of those are Americans. Yeah, I definitely want to go. This looks like a pretty... I, I like just chilling and walking around and hanging out. This, we should put this on our list, Jesse. You're not going to find a gay bar there. It's all right. I'll make my own gay bar. <laughs> Wherever I, any bar I go to. You are the gay bar. It's just automatically a gay bar. All right, Mr. Jesse. Let's take a quick little break and let's, let's take a little quick little break and let's get into some food news. How about that? Let's go. All right, let's okay. go. I'm tired of you asking me all these questions because I didn't sign up for this. This is the judge that told me to come here. Okay. Everybody wants to get even. Everybody wants to get even. Well, all right, well, all right, look, let's just talk about your childhood, okay? Let's talk about your childhood. 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 <sighs> I love that clip. Childhood. Well, my childhood, I had a lot of McDonald's, Jesse, did you? Um, Especially when they had those, like, 29-cent hamburgers. We were always going to McDonald's, like... Because my mom could just sit there and let Ashley play in the ball pit. And it was like an easy thing to do. Like after going to get the grocery store at Walmart. Because it's the only place to go in North Carolina is Walmart. <laughs> well, you know I always say this about the Diet Coke at McDonald's. That it just it so different. good. I don't know what it is. It's just delicious. But McDonald's is giving away free Sprite. So you can definitely decide. Does it hit you differently? <laughs> oh, it hits different. It definitely hits different. I don't know what they do, but it hits. Speaking of a gay bar, give me some of that Sprite. Diet Coke. Vodka Diet, please. Vodka Sprite. But McDonald's fountain soda does taste so good. People just, like, always say it tastes so good. But is it, like, is it the straw? Is it the bubbles? Do they have extra bubbles in it? I don't know what it is. There's, like, somebody needs to do a study and figure out what makes it taste so good. Um, This guy on TikTok did a quick little thing. Let's see if it'll play. Is that good, Mr. Kraft? If I can play it for only I can. Let's see. No, I can't get play it. That's all right. Um, we'll we'll play a TikTok later. But next time we go, let's see if we can get a free sprite. Let's yeah. Every time we try to do some promotional stuff, we just end up hating the food chain. Well, in Russia, McDonald's is back under a new name, Jesse. Yeah. So they have omelet wraps, crispy uh, king prawns, pork cutlets, and that sounds more. good. That's horrible. The prawns sound kind of good. Uh, I don't know. Well, what's, like on the, what's not on the menu at rebranded McDonald's restaurant is the name McDonald's. Mm. So the new name will be Vascuno and Tuscua. I'm glad you did that one. Yeah, I don't means, know. The menu does not include well, it Big means Macs. tasty and that's it. Yeah, the menu does not include Big Macs, McFlurries, but it does have a lot of pork cutlets. Mm. Well, and they opened 15 stores around Moscow on Sunday. Interesting. Yeah, it has a new name, new logo, and new menu. Well, there's about 850 Russian restaurants still, I think, there. So they got plenty to go on. Mm-hmm. People do got to eat, you know. They got to eat. Well, speaking about vodka and soda and Diet Coke and all those good things, how about a Jack and Coke, Mr. Jesse? Yes. Yeah, Jack and Coke in a can. Coca-Cola. In a can. 
I love it. Yeah, Coca-Cola and the Brown Foreman team up for a new drink. This this is like years behind. Like, why haven't they done this before? Yeah, I mean, um, you got to get those two brands to agree with that's this. That's true. Well, it marks the fourth new alcoholic drink in Coke's portfolio in less than two years. So they must have some other things. What else do they got? Looks like they must be partnered with the Coors for for the top, you know oh, this, Topo, Topo, Chico. Topo Chico Hard yeah, Cider. Yeah, that's right. They do own Topo Chico. And they, they own simple, they own um, the most Simply homeless Spike Lemonade. Lemonade. I can't speak. Constellation Brands. They Fresca must mixed Interesting. Cocktails. Interesting. Mm. That's something I, you know. A yeah, lot of so, times I see that stuff. I'm like, eh. But this actually would maybe yeah, buy so this. Here, here's the thing, though. As soda consumption declines, Coke isn't the only beverage maker pushing its soft drinks into different brands of alcohol. Um, so the rival Pepsi Corporation has launched Hard Mountain Dew earlier this year. Oh yeah, that's a partnership right. Partnership of Sam Adams Brewery in Boston. Is it so funny that I see that and I think how fucking trashy do you have to be to like? How trashy are you if you're drinking a freaking? Mountain Dew, like hard drink or something, you know what I mean? Well, this one's for for you and the other gays. A zero sugar version of the. I was just looking at that. I was like, also be available. Yes, I was like, is there going to be a Diet Coke version? I really, I I need the Diet Coke version in my life. Well, I'm down. The CEO James Quincy, he predicted back in early 2001 that a zero Coke version would be the biggest source of growth for the company over the next few years. I like it. I would buy it because you want to, you know, sometimes you go to places and people are drinking those beers like I tried to do on New Year's Eve, like a 13% beer and was like, oh, yep, can't handle it. I'd be better with just a a nice little vodka soda in a can. Mm -hmm. Well, keep it classy. Keep it classy. You know how much I like chocolate, Mr. Jesse. Mm -hmm. And M&M's, Hershey's, all that stuff is good. Well, apparently two people fell into the chocolate vat in... Pennsylvania at an M&M's factory. Oh, this was a really old Willy Wonka. So if your people, if your M&M's start tasting like people, <laughs> a rescue mission was underway. I hope they survived because I'm giggling over here. Um, two people fell into the chocolate tank and were unable to get out. Oh, maybe yeah, they, so the people, maybe they died. The people in the tank were not hurt, but they okay. cannot get out on their own. Dispatchers say. Uh, the chocolate is believed to be about waist high, okay. according to dispatcher. That just sounds like a wonderful day. Well, you just, at this point, just eat your way out. Just eat your way out. Like it, 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 makes, it reminds me of like a SpongeBob episode with like Patrick or something. Well, I know everybody wants to be healthy. Everybody wants to be healthy and stuff, and people want to eat fish and not eat so much beef and all that crap. But this report says that eating two servings of fish per week could in Increase your skin cancer risk. No, no. It's probably due to like the um, the mercury. The mercury, yeah. Yeah. So fish such as tuna contains toxic mercury, arsenic, and other chemicals linked to cancer. Mm. However, fish can still be part of a healthy diet, uh, but avoiding certain types may mitigate the risks. Mm. The researchers compared melanoma rates with participants' dietary habits to see if they're linked between cancer risk and eating fish which previously research suggested. They found that people who ate about two servings of fish per week, on average, had a 22% higher risk of developing melanoma and a 28% higher risk of developing abnormal skin cells that could lead to precancerous issues. It almost wow. seems like just kind of shy away from tuna as much as you Interesting. can. Interesting. We have way too much tuna downstairs, but nobody eats it. It's just there. It just like keeps being it's collected weird. for you some know, reason. You know, what it, you know what it is when... You grew, you grow up in like a state like I did in California, where mm-hmm. you live through like a major earthquake. 
uh, having food like tuna is one of those things where you just stock up on. It's I mean, good to have because backup. It's, it's not like where you live on Especially the east coast nowadays. when you know there's going to be a hurricane or a tornado. Mm-hmm. There's no you know there's no warning for for an earthquake. So having that like prepared mindset after living through like the Norfridge earthquake, which was a seven point two earthquake, mm-hmm. it just kind of you kind of just start stocking up on little things. Here be and there. prepared, and that what the Boy Scouts say. Yeah, be prepared. I was a Boy Scout. Well, maybe that's why these people are keeping chickens in their backyard, Jesse. What if we got a little chicken coop and That's started hatching our own little eggs and oh, making yeah, omelets? One of those chickens. Well, apparently 200 Americans have been stricken with salmonella mm-hmm. this year on reports of this hobbying chicken farms, having your own flock. Um, I know Sunny Hostin from The View, she always talks about having her chickens. I think it's funny this article hasn't been brought up on their show, but a total of 219 illnesses have been reported across 38 states, including 27 hospitalizations and one fatality in Tennessee. But my like, thing, how, how do you raise chickens wrong? That, well, I uh, think it's that they're not washing off the eggs and stuff because, like, you got to wash off, I think, the eggs and just touching the chickens and stuff is they carry diseases just like roaches do and stuff. It's nasty. Yeah, I'm trying just, to read, you know, just get I'm some Tyson's people. The, I'm trying to read the article of, like, how do you do this properly, but I don't really see how I think they do just that. don't want people to do it, I mean, you know. I this mean, says in here, this... do you have a backyard flock? Quick tip. Keep a bottle of hand sanitizer at your coop, because that's what it is. It's like, they're just little disease spreaders. Yeah. And it's not, again, fatal, and it's, you know, it's not... Like, they say when you take your kid to one of those uh, petting zoos... You know, which I would never do. It's disgusting. But you got to wash their hands after because kids stick their hands in their mouths and people out there collecting chicken eggs and just making an omelet, breaking that omelet, making it, getting salmonella. Mm. Mm. Same people are the ones that won't want to take that vaccine either. Right, Mr. Jesse? How about some world and politics news? Let's go. Let's go. This is the Dr. Ever Project. Is Sarah Palin back? Is she trying to run for something again? This article says Sarah Palin is facing off against Santa Claus in Alaska's special primary election. Yeah, it's like a blast from the past. That's what I was like. Is this, is this real? Is this now? Um, but according to Anchorage, Alaska, the wildest congressional contest of 2022 is unfolding in Alaska, where the state's former governor and one-time Republican vice presidential candidate, Sarah Palin, is attempting a political comeback in a crowded field of House seat that is open for the first time in nearly 50 years so she's running for congress yeah interesting interesting indeed so she she was the you know the the governor of alaska you know then she was you know vice presidential nominee for john mccain and then she said she could see russia from her backyard yeah and then she had some problems how how higher iq was and then you know as she have that after mccain lost you know the presidential nominee she actually came back to alaska then quit as governor you know without, oh she quit you know, yeah she quit without you know fulfilling her full term so that didn't you know go well with a lot of alaskans can we play that clip i can have it let's play the clip yeah. for saying she can see alaska let me ask you about this. some specific national security situations sure. let's start because we are near russia let's start with russia and georgia the administration has said we've got to maintain the territorial integrity of georgia do you believe the United States 
should try to restore Georgian sovereignty over South Ossetia and Abkhazia? First off, we're going to continue good relations with Saakashvili there. I was able to speak with him the other day and giving him my commitment as John McCain's running mate that we will be committed to Georgia. And we've got to keep an eye on Russia. For Russia to have exerted such pressure in terms of invading a smaller democratic country, unprovoked, is unacceptable. And we have to keep... You believe unprovoked? I, I do believe unprovoked. And we have got to keep our eyes on Russia under the leadership there. What in... Oh, I didn't even say it. <laughs> Bummer indeed. Mm -hmm. mm, whatever. Well, let's move on to Sean Hannity, Mr. Jesse. Oh, okay. So... Apparently, there's uh, reports now out that Sean Hannity was shopping around pardons for different people. Um, one of the people we were talking about earlier, like asked Trump for a pardon. You know, one of the the guy the guy that said he did not recall a hundred times, whoever that guy was. Mm -hmm. um, like, so all these people were asking for pardons or worried about pardons. I don't think Trump actually gave anybody a pardon, did he? Um, not any of those people, no. I didn't think so. But um, I guess Sean Hannity said to Trump, why don't you give Hunter Biden a pardon so that it, you know, smooths stuff over once everybody finds out about all this uh, January 6th and Capitol Rag kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Interesting, right? It's crazy. I just find it's all this very crazy. fascinating. All right, well, let's move on to some election results. I know you got a lot to talk about in that, and I want you to get us in to all the different states and what happened as much as you possibly can, and especially, you know, here in um the state of nevada how about that mr jesse sounds good all right election time it's election night in america and a nation in crisis is at a crossroads we're counting down to the first exit polls and the first results as our coverage begins now across the nation in red states and blue states and swing states voters are delivering their verdict on a norm-shattering president and two starkly different visions of america's future the president of the united states lied to the american people and he is unfit for this job the biden wins your country is gone tonight president donald trump fighting all right mr jesse so what do we got? Who won? Who lost? Can you fill us in a little bit? Yeah, so I think um, for here in Nevada, uh, Adam Laxalt is the Republican nominee who's going to go up against uh, Democrat Senator Cortez. So he's Masto. the senator. This is for the Senate, yeah. This is for Senate, okay. Yeah, the U.S. Senate. Uh, so Laxalt, who's been backed by both former President Trump and Senate Minority Leader uh, Mitch McConnell, um, is is definitely someone that you know the Democrats knew was going to be the challenger. Mm -hmm. So he ended up winning the primary. Um, you were going to say something? Oh no no no! Oh, and also in the state, all three congressional members uh, smoothed their way onto the general election, including Dina Titus, who handily you know defeated uh, Amy Vallejo. Who what about was Susie Lee? Yeah, Susie Lee won her primary handily with over 90% of the votes. What about Mr. Congressman Stephen Horsford? Congressman Horsford did not face a primary challenger. Mm. He will be on the ballot this November, and he'll, be, he'll be up against uh, Republican Sam Peters. Oh, he's... Okay, Sam Peters had to run for the primary, and he's the Republican against Congressman Horsford. Yeah, so... So who's going against, like, Susie Lee? Uh, so her name is... I'd have to look up her name. Oh, so it's somebody that's, it, like, it's, not it's, even very pop, you know, popular. Well, I mean, she, Republicans she, has would a, know. she has a little bit of uh, credibility. Um, but no, not someone amazing that should have that position. 
Interesting. Well, races across South Carolina, Maine, Nevada, and North Dakota feature candidates from the Trump-backed to the Trump-opposed, underscoring how much of the primary races are, in fact, a chance for Republican voters to shape the party's future relationships with the ex-president. And I agree. It's like, I think there's going to be, I think it's going to be interesting because I think the Republicans are going to be fighting. They already are. It's like, I'm a Trumpy Trumper or I'm a Trumpier Trumper or I'm a non-Trumper or I'm a kind of like in the middle. I don't want to deal with Trump. But there's there's like, so there's almost like four different types of Trumpers or Republicans it's, and they're just going to fight against each other. You know what it is? It's a race to the bottom of the yeah. barrel. <laughs> what we'll be facing. I think we saw yeah. it here in Congressional District 4. We saw it with Annie Black, who was literally at the insurrection mm-hmm. and still found herself to be a viable candidate and didn't lose by much to to narrowly getting the Republican nominee. Mm-hmm. And so it really is a race to the bottom of like so, who who is going to be the Trumpiest of the Trump mm-hmm. to the point where we have people denying the election. Um, and of course, these, this is the same election where Republicans have won certain seats. So it makes absolutely no sense, the level of hypocrisy, you know, in these conversations. But the willingness to just say whatever you need to say to sound like Trump in order to become the Republican nominee, yet not having the slightest bit of policy of how you're actually going to deal with the, you know, some of the issues that are, we're facing right now is, is crazy. You know what I mean? All you're, all you're doing is spitting out talking points with no real policy or plan on how to address some of the real world issues. Mm-hmm. But I think that interesting example, so you're saying Annie Black and Scott Peters, the two Republican people running against your guy, they were both running for the same primary seat, basically. But they, so you're saying that he only won by a small amount. Well, I mean, I mean, for a general, for a primary, and for just for the Republican, you're only getting a couple thousand people. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I just voting. think that's kind of what I'm saying. It's like it, people are people are so disagreed on who they want to support in the Republican side. I think people are more agreeable on the Democrat side of, like you said, your guy didn't even Stephen Horsford didn't even have a challenger. No. So it's like it's less disruptive, and I think it's going to make well, it a little I mean, bit I don't, easier. I don't want to say it's less disruptive because we did see something from you know the more progressive side with Amy Vallejo mm-hmm. that thought she could you know unseat Dina Titus, who's, mm-hmm. who's been a representative who's pretty progressive mm-hmm. in Congressional District One. Uh, but we saw you know Amy's run in every single district, and she's lost handedly every single time. How do you she run was, in every single district? Does she like have you, to move you, to all these districts? So here's the thing: you don't actually have to live in the district in which you're running oh um but i'm not weird. not to say that she hasn't moved to every district i'm not quite <laughs> sure about that but it's a lot of moving yeah but so there is there is more of a consensus of who the democrats want as their representative you know mm-hmm. going into the general election uh but the republicans it's literally a mad scrabble to to the bottom of the barrel with you know morals and 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 reality what's fiction and what's fake doesn't really matter anymore so skewed uh to the point to where you'll say whatever you need to say in order to to win the praises of donald trump and the republican party Mm, and it's mm, mm, mm. it's it's absolutely insane um that we're, we're we have some of these people actually with the possibility you know depending on the election with to represent us Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, 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 Mr. Jesse. And Ready to move on? You know what I find funny? Since we, we did deal? talk about uh, All right, the January 6th you know, committee, we saw you know, the president's daughter, Ivanka Trump, 
literally say she knows her dad lost the election and her oh, his yeah. inner circle saying he lost the election. Because you look stupid yet, now yet if you, you have that. You have Donald Trump and all these people, you know, begging for Donald Trump support that know that it the, the election was actually legitimate, still trying to delegitimize our democracy and everything we stand for as a country and everything, you know, our brave men and women have died for. They're still trying to undermine our process as a country. It's, it's just a sad, sad state of events we see with the Republican Party. Mm. Well, we'll see what happens. It's uh, definitely interesting. It's uh, that time of year when you got to make some kind of decisions. And if you're not making a decision, you know, you're the one that's going to be paying. And it's better to at least know what's going on than be blindsided and... When people say they don't understand politics, they want to get into politics, it's, I get that. You got to think about it as like being involved within your own life, in your own control of what happens to you. You know, it's, politics is like this dirty word, but it's really just about what's going to happen to you and your life and your future. So when you hear politics, think about that a little bit instead of, you know, all the negativity and the crappy commercials you have to endure over and over again. Right, Mr. Jesse? Yeah. All right. No, go ahead. No, no, no. No, if you want to, are you ready to move on or you want to, you know? No, I was just going to say that when you're, my only advice for people, regardless of your political party, is when you're looking at a candidate, see who actually has a plan to solve the problem Mm -hmm. other than just spitting out, you know, hashtag, you know, build a wall or whatever. Or blaming other people. Whatever it is, the situation you're talking about. If they actually have a plan to address these issues, like a tangible plan. Yeah, I mean, like you wouldn't hire a manager if they they come up to your business and say, I'm going to bring 100% increase in sales. I'm going to have foot traffic in here from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And then you ask them why. They just said, because I am. That's just what I'm going to do. Right. But, but how? 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 Oh, yeah. because I'm going to, I'm because I'm going to make it happen. But That's what not... are you going to do to actually get these results? Mm-hmm. And there, when there's no answer, there's no solution for I mean, this. Look at Joe Biden. He was like, oh, I'm going to get student loans. And again, it's like, how? And he hasn't done it. You know, it's like, or I'm going to I'm gonna do this or I'm going to do that. And then stuff just doesn't happen. And it's not always people's fault. A lot of times it, they can't get the votes. But there's certain things that you got to actually think about what's important to you. What are the things that you care about? And focus in on that because there's so many things nowadays that everybody's fighting against either for or against, and everybody wants to be in everybody's business. I feel like it's the worst it's ever been like that, where it's just like people are so concerned on what everybody else is doing. And it's only, I feel like, a a certain age group of people, like that kind of, I don't know, 40s and up, like the 40 to 60-year-old people. It's like they just really want to be in control because I think so many of those people in those age groups have, they've lost religion and they found out things that they believed in are not true and they're just grasping on to some meaning or their lives haven't gone the way they thought they would and they're seeing other people succeed and they're angry and they're mad and they're trying to figure out a way to get on top again and scratching and clawing is the only way they know to do it. Yep. And true. lies and deceit. And, and when you think that way, it's easier for you to elect and vote and agree with other people like Trump and DeSantis and other people like that that are putting those views out there into the public unapologetically 
it allows other people to, to do the same thing and actually f- put their feelings online or, you know, go shoot people, you know. It's from one extreme to another, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And it does come from, I think it does kind of filter down from the top, as people say. Mm-hmm. Bad behavior starts somewhere. True, true, well, true. You want to zip through some news, Mr. Jesse? Let's zip on All right, let's through. zip. Let's zip through some news because I'm ready to go for a walk or something. It's such a nice day. It's like 80 degrees outside, 86 degrees here when it was like 102 the other day. <laughs> I'm going to go get a little get a little sunshine, take Mr. Odie for a walk. But for now, let's zip through the news, Mr. Jesse. Let's go. It happened on one of them zippity-doo-dah days. Now, that's the kind of day when you can't open your mouth without a song jump right out of it. My, oh, my, what a wonderful day. You know, I love doggy stories. Um, this story comes from a blind dog and a man that was just hanging out on a hike in San Lorenzo Valley, California. He stumbled upon this old blind dog and carried him to safety yeah. on his back. Isn't that cool? That is cool. I was like, oh, you know I love a doggy. Odie's almost blind. Yeah, and the class of 2022 is being presented with the most open jobs in history. But they aren't the job Gen Zers actually want. Mm-hmm. That's what I was talking about earlier about all the, you know, the help wanted signs at Taco Bell and Carl's Jr. and Target. Kids don't want to do that. They want to be influencers or work for Google. (laughs) Well, in other school news, 46 fraternity members at the University of New Hampshire are charged with hazing, police say. I'm not sure what the fraternity is, but I'm going to find it. There was another one about another fraternity that I was the one that I was actually in for a brief period of time. They got in trouble recently, too. I don't think this was that one. This is not. Oh, man, this is all kinds of stuff. All kinds of people, all is kinds this of fraternity the same members. Story where you know parents sue two more university. Okay, yeah, no. So this is another. Hazing. This is another story. Yeah, there's two. So that that was a different university, and this is a yeah. This is the one that I was in. I think no, no. This is Phi Gamma Delta. The one that I was in was something different. I only did it for like two months. It was a most boring thing I'd ever done in my life. I guess they in this one they made this kid drink a whole bottle of Tito's vodka, and the kid died. Wow. Hmm. Or brain damage, I guess. They left the son brain damage after forcing him to drink. Nobody's forcing anybody to do this stuff, but I agree, it's not good, you know. Well, the NFL Denver Broncos have agreed to sell their team to the heir of the Walmart family, Jesse. Yeah, I heard. So the Walmart family, uh, Pat Bolin, uh, reportedly has valued the team at $4.65 billion and now will be owned by the Walmart family. Interesting. Yeah, interesting news here. And an, a new unusual repeating fast radio burst detected 3 billion light years away. This could be the aliens. It's finally here, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Astronomers have been able to trace some radio bursts back to their home galaxies, but they've yet to determine the actual causes of the pulses. So... It could be it. The invasion has started. The invasion is ready. <laughs> and Redfit and Compass lay off workers amid housing decline. Mm. So these, th- this is what I'm talking about, about the, the signs of recession in certain industries, like the financial sector, the real estate sector, automotive. Like They're all having major issues. And they were already, a lot of them, seeing 
like Redfin is a more techie real estate company as opposed to like, you know, just my works for Keller Williams. But I think those saw really huge increases, but the ones that saw the largest increases are going to be the ones to also see the quickest declines, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's, my, that's just my little opinion on that. From a professional economist over here. Oh, yeah. I forgot you're an economist. <laughs> How about some local Las Vegas news, Mr. Let's Jesse? Go. All right. Look out, Las Vegas. Have you seen this dream hotel? I think I showed it to you earlier. Yeah, you did. It's like all glass and really pretty with um, kind of gardens on the rooftops. It looks beautiful. Well, this new dream hotel, that's the name of it. The groundbreaking ceremony is going to be here in Las Vegas on July 8th. And bring your golden shovels to the Pinball Hall of Fame and the Las Vegas Harley Davidson dealership because this new dream hotel is going to be right smack dab in between those. It's right near where we got married, Mr. Jesse. It is, it is. We could go and stay there and have like a little memory of our wedding. It's going to be 526 rooms, 19 stories. Mm, wow. Did they say when they can be completed by? Mm, everything's so quick here. It doesn't say, but I mean, probably, you know, two years, I would say. Let's see. Flip through. You know how stuff doesn't. They, they, they're they're showing like like a dive bar or sidebar. You know, like anything. You need, that's a, you anything that says there. bar. <laughs> I love bars. I love a bar anywhere. Yeah, I wanted to add something that's also not in your Las Vegas news, but the Plaza, which is in downtown Las Vegas, has revealed details for a carousel bar, oh, smoke-free yeah. casino expansion, and more. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, and we also have to talk about the shooting that just happened here. Um, we were gonna we were gonna play a little clip of that. There was a oh, shooting yeah. in Fremont Street. Um, was it last night? Last night. Let's see. Can I play this? Let's see. What we got here? So these are people just hanging out on Fremont Street right now. Everybody's running. These guys come out, they're punching each other. It's right in the prime area. It's right across from the Golden Nugget. And then you hear the shots, and everybody, then everybody, now everybody's joke, not joking anymore. Everybody's like, people were like, yeah, get him, get him. And then as soon as they heard the shots, everybody was like running for their life. It's funny yeah. how people, people's attitudes change quickly in those situations. And they should, you know. Um, but when you're drinking, everything seems a little bit more fun and Funny, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a new soccer tour is going to bring Real Madrid and Barcelona for a matchup here in Las Vegas, Jesse. No, that should be good. We'll have we'll to check that draw out. A crowd. And then I know you went to Cookies, the weed store, for someone. I don't know who it would be. Yeah, definitely not me. <laughs> Did you hear this story about this guy? No, but you have a video on him? I don't know if I have a video. Okay, well, the story is of, of the Cookies, which is a weed dispensary. How a, former, how a former Wendy's employee turned a popular wheat strain with a controversial name into a $1 billion empire. It's pretty amazing, right? Yeah, so America's first billionaire wheat brand is here, and it's named Cookies. Uh, Gilbert Milmer Jr., well-known as the rapper Burner. So he is, is a rapper. founder and CEO, yeah. So wow. I want to live forever through my work, Burner told Insider, and I don't think money's going to determine when I retire. 
He said he worked for the fast food chain Wendy's, offering a $500 signing bonus. He said, I only worked there for two weeks, got my check. I came to California, bought some weed, brought it back to Arizona, started flipping it, and that was the end of my career at Wendy's. 25 years later, Brimmer, formerly known as Gilbert, whatever, is now headed of the head of America's largest weed empire, Cookies. Amazing, right? Yeah, it's awesome. Mm, interesting. True American story. True American story. Use those crops. All right, let's get into some money news, Mr. Jesse. So if you're like me and you think Target's kind of like, eh, like, why everybody love Target so much? Because, like, the stuff's just so basic, but it's kind of expensive for like basic ass shit in my opinion i was thought the same thing but there seem to be slashing their prices um retail workers are getting ready to put those sale tags on home goods and clothing because they're canceling orders from suppliers because they don't have room on the shelves um is this a sign of you know people stopping buying my what i think it is is there's a lot of people that got more money than they've ever had before over this kind of period of time and weren't able to spend it because they couldn't weren't really doing anything but now people have been out doing stuff for a while but there's like me i'm kind of we went and bought some clothes and did some stuff and i'm like okay i'm good now i'm like i did some stuff i bought some stuff i'm kind of back to normal you know like you were gone to dc for three days i spent zero money the entire time Mm -hmm. i just didn't i didn't even think about it and have any money really to spend um Let's see. You want to get into this uh, this top ten list? Yeah. So here's a top ten list of most wow. Overpriced just another housing FN markets. list. What is this, Mr. Jesse? The top ten most overpriced housing markets in the U.S. right now. Oh, what do we got on here? Let's see. Are so we one see. of these? So number one on the list is Boise, Idaho. They're saying it's seventy-two point six four percent overvalued. Idaho has been popular lately. That's like where that. The guys in the U-Haul were there to, you know, mess with the Pride Parade. Yeah. Like, past couple years, Boise, Idaho, and just Idaho in general, I think, has become a haven for people moving from California and other places. But it's caused those prices to go up. That's crazy. Number two, Austin, Texas. Same kind of thing, I think. But that seems to be more of a stable place, right? Wouldn't you think? You would think so. And number three coming in is Ogden, Utah. Mm. And number four, Las Vegas, Nevada, 61% overvalued. Yeah. Tourism in Las Vegas suffered during the early pandemic, but the housing market boomed. See, we, we were good. We got in at the very beginning, but there are some people that are going to lose some value. Yeah, so uh, rounding out the, the last few is uh, Atlanta, Georgia, Phoenix, Arizona, Provo, Utah, Fort Myers, Florida, and we got Spokane, Spokane Washington. Washington, and at number 10, Salt Lake City, Utah. Mm, you don't so want to go Utah's there. It's in stinky. A, a lot of these little positions. Stinky Utah. That Salt Lake is a stinky lake is what it is. There's no there's no flowing water. It <laughs> smells. And in Nebraska, this construction CEO, he gave his employees a $2,000 bonus just to say, hey, thanks for what you're doing. I know it's rough out there. Here's 2000 bucks. Go ahead, buy you some stuff. I want to help you out a little bit. Good job. Good job on that guy. And, of course, Jim Cramer, who this segment is lightly based upon, because I used to watch that show all the time when I was in college. 
he's telling you which things to buy and which things to avoid. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it goes into like the tech companies and stuff like this. And um, like he's telling people like some of the tech names that tumbled include Meta, Amazon, Apple. But I think those are things that I would go for versus crypto. And I wanted to play you this this commercial real quick. Okay. I want to see if you can. It's a very quick commercial by Meta from Facebook. And just listen to what they're saying in the commercial. I find this so fascinating. It's only a minute and a half. This is a Facebook commercial. Since I could not quite place but knew somehow And then this vegan bakery came sliding down my screen I felt a shockwave in my head and a tingle in my spleen I felt the stink face of the mean bombs oh so cruel I, I kind of like it, it's fun, right? I could be more cool I languished in the corner in a saggy baggy jean Until this thing appeared to reignite my self-esteem Ideas, can we use? They have the power to show the world we care about issues. Synthetic sponges made the act of washing up feel tainted. Then I would serve this eco sponge. Perhaps I should be sainted. Sainted, sainted, sainted. Your is complex. All ego versus it. I want my nails did. I want linguine squid. Resigned to living hangnails, squidless, alone. Voila, my shell Fantastic realm where everything connects. The place where you and great ideas will always intersect. Boundless, endless, lit, infinite possibilities. I'm down. A world where personalized ads of good ideas get found. So, what do you think about that? Isn't that interesting? What going on? So, but it did you? Did, I had to listen to it a couple times. But when you hear it, like to listen to the words, it's saying stuff like um. I was using this crappy sponge and and the sponge I want an eco-friendly sponge it's like turn on it's basically telling people it's training people to turn back on that allow me to track you feature so we can serve you ads that you're gonna like Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of us just got scared so every time that comes up now I'm like do not allow it's like a game like how quick can I hit that button (laughs) but I still get everything I get is some gay ass shit or some weird ass thing like that you know they definitely know. They definitely know how to get me, Jesse. <laughs> well, and some good news. One thing inflation is not Yes, Jesse. Is a rising of rotisserie chicken. Cluck, cluck. Watch that salmonella. <laughs> That's not to say the poultry industry isn't suffering from soaring uh, costs, but chicken prices nationwide have only increased 16.4% since April. But, but Costco. Stores, yeah, but stores including Costco, BJ's, Sam Club's, are keeping their rotisserie chickens at a low $5 or less. Those are some good chickens. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think this would be something you would be interested in taking. Um, this is a course from Yale University, and it's basically just like a help me get through my life, like with money and stuff like that. Like, And it's a free course that anybody can take. Um, it's like, they call it like the happiness class. It's I think it just helps people, like, it's a 10-week class, the science of well-being um taught by a psychology professor it just seems like interesting it kind of like helps people think about money and happiness and the way you structure your life i actually thought about like taking it. i thought it could be interesting because it's yeah. free you know then i can actually say that i went to yale mm-hmm. <laughs> online 
Um, all right, well, let's take a quick little break and we'll be right back because I want to ask you a little question that I'd already asked you before, but this next article kind of describes a little bit of what I was asking you about before um, about young people nowadays and all the different ways that things could happen to derail people. Um, we'll be right back. We'll talk about that on the Dr. Ever Project. All right. Well, this TikToker died at age 19. Cooper, I'm not sure. That's not really important. Um, But I was talking to you recently about, I wonder how many kids, people, adults, survived to like the age of 25. With all the gun violence, I know we were talking recently that guns are now the highest um, killer of kids nationwide in our country. Yeah, and, so. you know, drug overdoses, suicide, all kinds of things. And then, you know, I'm reading this article about some TikToker, 19 years old. You know, he had some issues with drugs and things, but they're not really sure how he died. And just made me, I asked you, is like, well, you know, it, it, what he percentage? Was, he was clear. So Cooper Noriego has 1.7 million followers on, on TikTok. He's been openly clear about, you know, having mental health issues and even started a little platform to deal with mental health. Uh, his last... You know, account that he had on TikTok is he said, "Who else be feeling like they're gonna die young as AF?" So it, this might have been something that we would attribute to, to suicide, but it hasn't been disclosed yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a huge, huge issue with you know mental health issues um, and feeling alone, especially everything that's gone on, you know, with COVID. Um, so I think there's a huge issue that. And you think these people are all yet. happy with their million followers or whatever, and but like. They're not. They're probably yeah, like, and if you, if you, my theory is if you have to go on TikTok and do these stupid little videos to get people to follow you to make yourself feel good about yourself, then you have deeper I don't issues. It, I don't even think it's that though. I mean, there's, you know, celebrity rock stars. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, um, uh, what's, what's our, what's that band for, uh, Chester from Lincoln Park. Oh, Lincoln Park. Park. I mean, it's not about, you know, not having stardom or wanting stardom that causes people to commit suicide or you know have these mental health issues it's a mental health issue and then they're still trying to live their dreams mm-hmm. but they're still dealing with a mental health issue that they've always had you know, i mean they just so happen to reach a position of stardom or celebrity status but they've still are continuing to deal with a mental health issue that they've always had yeah, I mean, so many people have mental health issues running the gamut from yeah, mild to extreme. There's yeah, there's different levels of, of you know, I mean... See, but I, I would argue that someone with a mental issue, depending on what it is, I guess, it could be increased and have more problems caused by it by being on TikTok and having millions of people judging you and judging what you're doing and things like i don't care i don't give a shit what people say you know i don't look at comments. i don't care about stuff like that but i know a lot of people do like i've never cared what people think and i i think a lot of people go on these social media things for some kind of affirmation but a lot of what they get is negative things too um you know i don't know if it's for everyone but i i just think going on social media is and having your whole identity wrapped around some kind of 
personality that's not real is it's detrimental to people. I really think it is. It's almost like having a secondary life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like people talk about kids playing too much video games. I'd argue it's similar. You know, if you're spending half your day making a TikTok video pretending to be whatever, um, maybe you're not as happy as you would be if you were just out going on a hike or going for a dog walk or... That's what we should be doing right now. Taking a dog walk, right, Mr. Jesse? Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's wrap it up for the day. How about that? Let's go. Let's go. Let's wrap it up for the day. Oh, oh, oh no, I broke my hip. You need some help, Dad? Well, today on the Broken Hip Hop Wrap Up, do you know who this rapper is? Rapper Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich, yeah. I will not pretend to know who this rapper is, <clears> so um, I'm just not even going to pretend. Um, do you know who this rapper is? Yeah, I've heard of him. Well, apparently, rapper Roddy Rich was arrested prior to the Governor's Ball performance, which I didn't even know was a thing. Um, so this was at City Field. Um, Rich, whose legal name is Roderick Moore, was arrested with two other people after private security team members at City Field saw a firearm in his car, Mr. Jesse. Naughty, naughty. What's illegal about that? I don't know. Maybe it's not allowed there. I don't know. Oh, it's in New York. You're not allowed to have guns in New York. For now. Could have been his securities, though. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, that's not that big of a deal, right? The Governor's Ball tweeted out, Unfortunately, Roddy Rich is no longer performing today. That was June 11th, 2022. Um, Rich, 23, was charged with criminal possession of a weapon, criminal possession of a large-capacity ammo feeding device, and unlawful possession of a large-capacity ammo feeding device. There's like two separate things there. I don't know. feeding going on. <laughs> All right, well, that's kind of interesting. And then I had something else I threw in here because I just didn't know this person was single. Diddy? P. Diddy? or He's got a girlfriend? Uh, he hasn't married in a while. Oh, who was? I thought he was married. Who's married to Beyonce? Wow. Who, Jay-Z. Well, they keep changing their names. P. Diddy. Didn't he used to have a different name? His name? I get confused. Well, Diddy is clearing up some rumors surrounding his relationship with young Miami. The bad boy founder confirmed to the world that he is dating the city girl. On Thursday, June 9th, young Miami's first episode of something (laughs) aired on a terrible TV network with Diddy as her first guest. During the episode, she asserted that she is single, but dating the Diddy. (laughs) All right, that's enough. Enough of that, Mr. Jesse. All right, well, if you stuck out for the whole show today, I appreciate it so much. Don't you, Mr. Jesse, over there? Yes, sir. And you can Spotify us, Facebook us, podcast us. What else is there? iHeartRadio us. And, of course, the live video will be on Spotify and the live video will be on the Facebook page. Check it out. Follow us everywhere so you don't miss a show. We are doing, we're doing about a show once a week now, aren't we, Mr. Jesse? Yes, we are. We have gotten a good track record up now. So um, listen to the show, catch us out at one of the events, and drop us a line if you want to be on the show. We're uh, accepting some new guests. We'd like to, like to have some new voices on here every now and then just to make it a little bit more interesting. Now that we got this show going, um, it's all running nice and smooth. 
No more panic attacks, right, Mr. Jesse? Not for me, at least. <laughs> All right, well, we are going to wrap it up for the day. Um, again, appreciate it so much. We are going to get out of here and take Mr. Odie for a walk. Right, Mr. Jesse? Yep. All right. It's about time, too, because the internet seems like it's getting skippy. like I'm crazy but then they know this right here is me and then I give them the peace I'm out all right go ahead and follow us on Spotify Instagram Facebook anywhere that great podcast can be found and until next time later peace out see you bye later everybody okay bye bye